I was asleep. And I hear this banging on my door and I pop up, you know, and I'm going, oh, my God, goodness, it's after eight o'clock. And then I said, oh, you know what? They can handle it. This team knows how to run this meeting. You know, I'm just going to go back to sleep. Right. And so then I hear this knocking and I go downstairs, open the door to find Laura and her beautiful mini me (laughs) with a box of gifts. And she says, Wanda, you got to sign on. (laughs) And I go, what? (laughs) She goes, we're all waiting for you on the call. She said, we're going to just do it, uh, a surprise for you during the BD Weekly. I'm like, oh, my God. So you talk about just a lovely thing. I mean, it almost brought me to tears. You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join your hosts, Michael and Jenna, as they discuss all things ORAU through interviews with our experts who provide innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers. They'll talk about ORU's storied history, how we're impacting an ever-changing world, and our commitment to our community. Welcome to Further Together, the ORU podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Further Together podcast. Jenna Harpenile and I are appropriately socially distanced. <laughs> All of I our guests. I miss your face, too, (laughs) as are all of our guests, because today we're celebrating, sharing, um, being inspired by all of those things that are happening while 95% of ORU's staff is teleworking. Mm -hmm. Jenna, how's teleworking going for you? It's actually not bad. Um, It's been... A different lifestyle. I mean, I can, you know, roll out of bed and log on to my computer. So it's going to be interesting when I actually have to look presentable and go into the <laughs> office again. Um, but it hasn't been, hasn't been too horrible. I think I miss the um, interaction with people the most because, oh, you know, we lo- yeah, we love our team and we like to bounce ideas off of each other. And I feel like we share our excitement and things and we kind of build off of each other. Um, Right. I, uh, yeah, that's what I miss the most, probably. What about you? Yeah, it's going okay. Like you, I, you know, I can wear t-shirts and shorts at home all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't get away with that in the office. But I do, like you, I miss, like, being able to just walk down the row and, like, pop in and say, hey, Jen, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? Yep. Or let's try this. Or even just, you know, standing over my cue wall to talk to Amanda, you know, <laughs> yeah. whatever is happening. So It has uh, been really cool to see, though, you know, we are obviously on social media a lot. It's been pretty cool to see what all of our coworkers have been doing um, and how they have been managing while everyone has been at home, though. It's been kind of exciting and fun to see everyone's take on work at home and how they're absolutely. getting through it, making the best of it. Which brings us to our first guest, actually, um, Angie Lester. Welcome to the Further Together podcast. Hi, Angie. Hi, Michael. How's it going? It is just going and going. <laughs> Excellent. So we've been seeing on social media and elsewhere fantastic reports of all the fun and exciting things that you've been doing during um, this work from home period. Um, I think you've celebrated 
a graduation and maybe a birthday, some other things maybe that we've heard about? Yeah, so um, we were somewhat in a unique situation when all this fun started because we thought we were going to Disney World and we're in the car on the way there. No, we weren't. Really? Yes. On that Friday that kind of the world shut down, as I like to say. Um, so, you know, we got there, we had an Airbnb, we couldn't really get out of it at that point, you know. So we were trying to make the best of it and my uh, teenage son's girlfriend was with us. So she's kind of been exposed, you know, to us. So the... <laughs> So she's kind of been around throughout because, you know, we figure it started that way. She's one of us now. You know, we've had to <laughs> figure out the way to navigate that because, you know, that's how it started. So she happens to be a senior in high school. So she goes to um, a, a local academy um, with my son who, you know, happens to be, you know, in the U.S. World Report as one of the best high schools, which happens to have a lot of technology, which is great, but it's that doesn't help at all in situations like this when, you know, you're a senior, you want to have your senior prom, you want to have graduation, you want to have the, you know, the traditional things like the skip day and the prank day and all these things that they do that are tradition. So <laughs> she, she's really missed out on those kind of things. And, um, my son, who would not have been going to prom because he's a sophomore, um, they had their prom tickets and they were so excited because it was at the zoo. And, you know, it was going to be this tent and a few animals that visited and they had been just hyped about this. So I decided to attempt to, you know, just to create the Lester Zoo because it definitely <laughs> feels like... You know, we're mostly monkeys around here in a circus, but I attempted to make a, you know, zoo type theme. So, you know, I used my, my pop-up tent, which is not quite the caliber they would have had at the, <laughs> at the actual zoo, but we had a, uh, you know, we popped that up. I strung some, some nice little fairy lights and, you know, Amazon luckily came through in this case to have some some fun little things that we could hang in the background uh, with animals and and just try to make something close to that experience with you know my bluetooth speaker and some a playlist mm -hmm. <laughs> and had them get all dressed up and ordered in you know steak from a local steak restaurant and made them a little candlelight dinner and tried to you know i made my little homemade uh, corsages <laughs> at home oh, um, wow. So they had a corsage and a boutonniere and uh, my daughter is in eighth grade and she was looking forward to her eighth grade formal, her first big dance, which we had, you know, bought a dress for. So we kind of threw those together and she was able to kind of get a, you know, put on her fancy dress too and have, you know, a piece of that as well. So try to make something to, to, come close you know you don't have all right. your friends there but it was uh they seem to enjoy it and I'm it sure gave me did. something to do <laughs> yeah that's something that they're going to remember for the rest of their life i mean i think we almost kind of take it for granted that we're living through something that will probably be in history books you know going forward 
So, uh, you know, years later when people say, oh, do you remember, you know, the pandemic of 2020? <laughs> They'll say, oh, yeah, my mom threw me a My mom did, yes. So that's a, that's a really cool memory that you're making for them. Very cool. Anything else, Angie, that you've done? I heard, I heard you guys touching a little bit on the, uh, you know, this work from home experience. So we've done some fun things on some of our uh, meetings with, you know, dress up parties. And, you know, earlier today we had a, a team meeting and I tried to bring some optimism to the, to the meeting in the sense that, you know, it gets a little tiring with all the negativity, but things are hopefully starting to open up a little this week. And so um, we've had some good news on a few business development ventures. So I told them today was uh, wear your shades day because our future is so bright, we have to wear shades. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So everybody donned their shades, attempted to see the screens and uh, (laughs) just try to, to make it something fun. You know, you, you tend to get, just wrapped up in everything so i love it well angie thank you so much for taking the time to talk about prom at home (laughs) (laughs) sounds so amazing um and as jenna said i think your kids will remember that for a long long time that's a great thing i hope so so thank you guys for having me Absolutely. Glad to be there. (laughs) You too. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. So, um, I don't have any idea what you want to talk about. So, feel free to just, Casey Thomas, just open up and let us know. Sure. So, um, like I said, I've been, you know, here to represent UPO. And the fun thing that we've been doing is we've actually celebrated two birthdays. Um, since we have been home teleworking. So the first one was for Kelly Nist back in, I guess it was the end of March, I think, or maybe beginning of April, but um, we did a surprise birthday for her. So she didn't know it was coming. Um, So all of us dressed up, we had on some crazy hats. We had some fun um, confetti backgrounds um, on Zoom so that we could have a a birthday celebration. And and the stars of our show, um, Kelly's a big dog lover. So we all had our pets in the show um, as well. Yeah, so it was fun. Um, We did learn that singing happy birthday over Zoom does not go well. Um, The timing gets a little off. (laughs) It was horrible. You know, I have so much respect for all of the musicians who were like the Hamilton cast and everyone who is um, doing all of these. It was terrible. Um, I wish we'd recorded it. It was probably pretty funny. But uh, so needless to say, we didn't try to sing on the second birthday party, which was just um, Monday. In fact, it was Richard Valentine's birthday. Um, So we we did kind of the same thing with different backgrounds and fun hats and um, did not sing to him, (laughs) which I'm sure he appreciated. (laughs) Learned your lesson. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's a great way to make Zoom meetings fun for sure. Yeah. I think having pets in Zoom meetings has been one of the highlights, too, is, you know, you get those impromptu um, pet noses or something during the Zoom meetings, and that kind of, you know, is a fun little plus to having your video camera on. I think so. I think it should be a requirement. We have um, 
every morning at nine o'clock, we just do a quick, like 30 minute check-in and um, about half the time someone's pet makes an appearance. So um, we're all dog lovers. So it's all dogs, but uh, you know, if we had cats, I'm sure they'd be in there too. But I, I think it should be kind of a requirement these days that at least once a week you get to see everyone's pet. It's kind of like, you know, when they, take dogs like to the library at UT or something during finals mm-hmm. week and you know it just kind of relaxes everybody even if, it you does, can, if you can't pet the dog at least you can see the dog absolutely and um, Eric Abelquist just got a, um, a new puppy they got a, pup, a French bulldog puppy oh. and so um, yeah she's cute her name is Daisy so he had her up um, last week and you know she was biting him and chewing on his fingers and it, it just gives you a whole new appreciation for the people you work with yes right. yes i wonder how many people at where you um adopted a new pet while we were while we have been on quarantine that would be interesting to find out too because Whoa. i think we just talked to angie lester right before this and they just adopted a little um a little oh. puppy as well so and didn't Mel adopt? Yeah, yep. Melanie and Mel adopted, adopted. So Eric adopted. Oh wow! Yeah, that'd be a great feature. I'd love to hear that. Awesome. Well, Casey, thank you very, very much for yeah, no problem. Your UPO stories—that's very fun and fabulous. We love it. Thank you very Good. much for joining us. No problem. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys. Hi, Rebecca. Hey. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Rebecca, you sent me an email. I love this email. So (laughs) you made the transition from work from home and school at home pretty well. And you have more time to focus on dirt bikes on gravel forest service roads. I love that. <laughs> and now you have a trail going around your house. Yes, and actually my kids were on it earlier uh, today uh, before the rain starts hitting. So <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me, tell me how, how did this come about? Okay, well, my, my husband has been riding motorcycles, gosh, for maybe 10 years now. And I took a motorcycle course last year on Mother's Day weekend so I could just know how to ride a motorcycle in case I needed to to know how to do that. So Mm -hmm. I've been riding for about a year, um, but very sporadically. And my boys who are eight and I have six-year-old twins um, have always expressed interest in riding a motorcycle like daddy or they want to ride mommy's motorcycle. So we decided to scrounge Craigslist and Facebook marketplace for used dirt bikes, um, all at the right sizes for all the the different boys and for myself and for my husband. And we're able to outfit everybody. This was just before we got the stay at home uh, orders. So we had the bikes in the garage and we realized, well, we're not doing all these after-school activities. Uh, our commute time is a lot shorter <laughs> right now. So we had time in the evening to go to Winrock, which is a ATV and dirt biking, mountain biking park um, in Oliver Springs, just about 20 minutes away from Oak Ridge. And so we, we 
played around in a parking lot for a little bit with the boys, teaching them how to use a dirt bike. Um, and we took them on uh, their first trail ride, which is called the Long Trail, which is really only about a mile long, uh, in Windrock on one of the, the gravel roads. And now they're requesting to go dirt biking pretty much anytime it's sunny outside <laughs> um, and and to avoid that because we can't always do it um, they created a dirt bike trail around my house which part of it actually was a, a little rocky path made out of stones so we have the rocky road and then we have the mulch and the hill that goes up onto the lawn and uh, so they're actually on it right now. Um, <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can hear the motor going right now. <laughs> now. Do you live in the city? Uh, we live in Oak Ridge. Um, okay. And the neighbors so far have not yet complained. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Bonus. <laughs> they don't. They don't ride for a long time. But uh, yeah, they're, they're out there on a pretty regular basis. And uh, one of my twins, one of the six-year-olds, is the, the, the most excited about riding and wants to go on all the trails at Windrock. And they're a little, little too hard for a, for a six-year-old right now. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if uh, he does. He said he wants to start dirt bike racing. Um, so we'll see wow. what cool. that turns out into. Um, but uh, it's been it's been a fun adventure. It's a great way to get outside and utilize the Forest Service roads that we have around here. Um, there's another system called Royal Blue that we've taken the boys to, um, and they're you know we're we're out in nature. Um, I'm also a very big outdoors person, so this is my first time doing something anything motorized, which typically outdoor enthusiasts kind of frown upon the uh the motorized activities so yeah usually we're canoeing or we're backpacking and we're hiking and we're camping so this is something new to me but it it's one way to show it's one way for our family to actually be able to do something together where we can all stay with each other so if we're you know if we're going mountain biking which which we do on a regular basis as well we're always having to, to stop and wait for for the younger kids because they're just not as as fast as as us and dirt biking has allowed us to um, stay together as a family um, the the physical aspect as long as you can hold up your own bike and take care of it, um, it really isn't an issue anymore and you know, so my, my younger kids can keep up with, with my older son. So it's been um, a great way for us to get outside, enjoy the spring air. And this is also kind of showing the boys how to take care of, of our environment as we're outside. You know, it's just giving, it's just introducing them to, to being outside more. So we, we really want to promote that in our, in our family. Um, awesome. Well, Rebecca, thank you for calling in and sharing that. I appreciate it. Okay, well, let me know if you need anything else. Okay, thanks, Rebecca. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. Hello. Isaac, how are you? I'm doing well, Michael. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Tell us, how has, how has the transition from working in an office to working from home gone? And I know you've, you've sort of talked about this a little bit for 
a website piece on our young professionals adapting to work from home life. Talk about that and how that's gone for you. Uh, well, I think the transitions went incredibly smooth for me personally. Um, I work with a team that is based in Maryland anyway, from Oak Ridge. So I'm used okay. to um, kind of the conference call approach and the um, link messaging as opposed to just walking over to my cube. So <laughs> it, the transitions went has went swimmingly, I would say, for me. Um, one thing I did realize when I was thinking about what to actually kind of talk about on this podcast is maybe one reason it went so well is because I don't have children as a, as a young professional. I'm not in that, in that stage of life. So I'm very, I'm, I'm privileged that it's been able to go so well. And it's probably just based on my circumstances, I'd say. Really not a whole lot of difference. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> no, not a lot has changed. The lack of commute time is fantastic, though. Dress code <laughs> is a lot better. Um, but as far as workflow, no, I'm actually, I'm very surprised. Um, at how, I was afraid maybe I wouldn't be productive at home, but that's proven to not be the case so far. So that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, going back to the lack of commute time, have you been able to like? pick a new hobby, learn any new skills, do anything uh, different? I've been, <laughs> uh, it's sleeping in a little bit longer than this skill. Um, <laughs> I've done that. Um, Excellent. That's probably for better or for worse. Um, I would call myself somewhat of a home workout aficionado now. I've had to transform various pieces of furniture into gym equipment. Um oh. And that's actually chair been really fun. And, yeah. Chair push-ups, nice. gallon jug curls, you know. I mean, it's, <laughs> kind of, it's kind of a struggle out here. but I've had to do a couple dozen of those myself. So, you know, gallon jug curls, are they are what they are. you got to use what you can. <laughs> you do. But at least you're making use of the time that you have. And... I Yeah, I am, and I'm fortunate to – still be able to work. I know that's definitely not the case for a lot of people. So this is a time to be counting, counting our blessings, you know? It's like the Thanksgiving episode all over again. Yeah. It's a, it's a redefined Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, you're right. For sure. For sure. All right, sir. Well, thank you very much for coming. Thank you, Isaac. All right. Thank you all. Talk to you soon. Bye. So Amy, tell us about your work from home story. Okay. So I probably started the week before other people did um, because I had heard about this thing coming and I do have some immunity issues and I work from home on Wednesdays anyway. So Thursday rolled around and talks were, you know, being floated about um, of the company being given that directive. So I just went ahead and stayed home. Thursday as well. And um, anyway, the a couple weeks before that, I had thought that I needed to get myself back in shape and, you know, gym workouts kind of had caused me to plateau. And I had just sort of gotten the winter body and, you know, summer bodies are made in the winter. So I thought it's time to work on the summer body. And thank heavens I did because I started into a metabolic eating plan where you eat very clean and healthy with very limited, um, well, you don't have bad carbs, 
um, for 22 days, you don't work out. You just get steps in. So I was doing like trying to get in 10,000 steps a day. Holy cow. But wow. I know. So the purpose of this particular plan for me was not only to, you know, help me get in shape, but also to reduce inflammation in my body because I do have some chronic issues with that. Mm-hmm. And the metabolism directly impacts immunity. And unbeknownst to me, you know, I was going to really need some immunity boosting. So actually studies and research have shown that carb cycling, where you eat carbs only so many day, every so many days, as well as high interval intensity training really improves your hormonal balance, which has a direct impact on your metabolism, which has a direct impact on your immunity. And anybody who's immunity compromised needs to get those hormones balanced out like insulin and cortisol and all those things. Um, So I officially began the program on March 10th. And it was amazing to me that I wasn't hungry except right before a meal. I didn't have cravings and it took me six weeks to lose 10 pounds. So during the time where we were working from home and everybody was talking about how their pants were getting tight and, you know, they were grazing all day and having a hard time staying out of the cabinet. For me, I was losing weight. And I feel like now my body has transitioned from becoming a sugar burner into a fat burner. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like not only um, am I ready for vacation, which probably won't happen this year. <laughs> um, I could put on a bikini if I wanted to, but I'm not going to this year um, because we're not going anywhere. And uh, secondly, I just feel like that my health is better and my immunity is better. So 15 minute high intensity interval workouts three or four days a week is actually better than going to a gym five or six days a week and really just pounding out a cardio workout or whatever. So that's how work from home has helped me on a personal level. That's That's amazing. Very nice. All right, guys, I'm going to jump off here. I'm sure you've got other callers wanting to all right. jump on. Thank you, Amy. I appreciate thank, it. Thank you all so much for everything that you do, and I miss you all. Miss you, too. Good morning. Hey. How are you all doing? Good. How are you? Oh, we've been busy. I mean, we've tried <laughs> Yes, you have, and we're so happy. <laughs> we have been rolling. <laughs> We well, heard something so exciting happen to you. You had a surprise 60th birthday party with your team on Zoom with some special gifts dropped off at your <laughs> house from Mora. Absolutely. That's why, that's why we asked you to be here today. Oh, great. And I did send you, I think, the pictures of the gifts. Uh, you did. A link on Instagram, which actually had the video of them singing um, uh, Happy Birthday uh, and, and even showed them on, on the Zoom uh, connection. Um, you know, again, I'm one who marks big birthdays, not just mine and milestones of, of mine, but also of uh, friends, family, and, and colleagues, because I think we should celebrate those things. And it's exciting to see not just uh, my team, but a number of people, uh, even within my neighborhood, uh, uh, celebrating those milestones uh, even during the quarantine and maybe even more important to do it during the quarantine when we're mm-hmm. from each other, we're isolated from each other. And um, it, what was really funny uh, is that um, I had overslept 
that morning. <laughs> uh, this was last week, uh, and, and here's why. Uh, I was born at 5.26 a.m., and my mother, who's in her 80s, every day of my life uh, has called me at 5.26 a.m. on my time zone for decades. <laughs> really? I mean, I was stationed in Italy, and this woman calculated the time uh, for what the time would be in Montgomery, Alabama, that she needed to call so she could call me at 5.26 a.m. in Italy when I was in the Air Force. <laughs> wow. So I couldn't sleep that night before uh, my birthday eve, and then on top of that, I finally fell asleep like 3-something in the morning. My mom calls me at 5.26 a.m. and wakes me up, followed by my brother, one of my brothers, and I had just dozed off, and I just just overslept. And so we have an eight o'clock standing call every week, you know, uh, with business development. And we do, we've always done video calls, you know, because I'm virtual. Right. I was asleep and I hear this banging on my door and I pop up, you know, and I'm going, oh my God, goodness, it's after eight o'clock. And then I said, oh, you know what? They can handle it. This team knows how to run this meeting. You know, I'm just going to go back to sleep. Right. And so then I hear this knocking and I go downstairs open the door to find Laura and her beautiful mini-me standing there with a box of gifts. And she says, Wanda, you got to sign on. And I go, what? <laughs> she goes, we're all waiting for you on the call. She said, we're going to just do it, uh, a surprise for you during the BD Weekly. I'm like, oh my God. So you talk about just a lovely thing. I mean, it almost brought me to tears. You know, I signed on. And here she is in the background with two bottles of wine, toilet paper wrapped with a mask that had been bedazzled, <laughs> <laughs> and some corona-themed, uh, coronavirus-themed cupcakes. <laughs> nice. And so she pulls up. I pull up the video chat. She's standing behind me in my office here, and they all are singing happy birthday while she showcases the gifts to because she was in charge of the gifts since she's local. So it was right. just a really uh, wonderful way to celebrate my 60th birthday. You know, no small feat, you know, these days. And uh, to have them do that just meant so much because all my plans, you know, uh, were canceled uh, because they involved travel. In fact, I was actually going to go on a, a safari trip for 10 days to the Serengeti. And uh, fortunately, you know, it's been uh, rescheduled for next March. Uh, but I have girlfriends where we all kind of have known each other for decades and we all turned 60 over the, uh, the last few months and the next few months. And so we were planning to go on this this safari for my uh, 60th birthday. So I was supposed to be out of town. And so having to cancel that and then on top of that, I live, you know, here with just me and, and Simba and my family being 800 miles away. It was so nice to uh, to be able to have them do that. You know, it meant a lot. That's awesome. How much fun is that? I love yes. It. Thanks to the team and then to good friends and family, uh, you know, it hasn't been so isolating in this uh, time of quarantine. So right. just to keep that up, you know, both with work and in our personal lives as well, because it really does mean a lot, particularly for those of us who live by ourselves. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much. Happy birthday from us. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you so much for sharing that story, Wanda. We appreciate it. Oh, no worries. Thank you all. Thanks for all you do. Those were the voices of Angie Lester, Casey Thomas, Rebecca Cavender, Isaac Clark, Amy Starkey, and Wanda Gamble sharing their work from home stories. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU, and on Instagram at ORAU Together. If you like Further Together, the ORU podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews will help more people find the podcast.